The Chill Zone with Bertha Charuma. Leading the conversation on SAFM and our voice note line 0614104107 is readily available if you would like to maybe comment or share uh, your views in regards to the conversations that we are engaging in this evening. On our legendary section, I am speaking to the legendary Neil Robert Tovey and I'm sure a lot of us have uh, always known him to be Neil Tovey. Uh, he led Bafana Bafana to their own only African title that was in 1996 and former Bafana Bafana captain and soccer coach. Uh, I mean, look, I I was part of that 1996 jubilee as in one of the fans in the crowd and celebrating what was happening back then. And Bafana Bafana were amazing. When there was a match, you needed to get your tickets like way in advance or else you would not find any space. That's how good they were. Excellent. Absolutely unbelievable. Well, Tovi led Bafana Bafana to their only Afghan. That was 1996. And a triumph that thrilled the nation, advanced uh, social cohesion. And um, he's been um, at his work and is excellent at his craft. And I I wouldn't be doing any justice if I were to just give it away. I think let me leave him to explain how he's become what he has become. Good to have you on SAFM. Yeah, good to be here. Thank you. So, I mean... When we talk about Neil Tovey, that those that know way back then, 1996 was huge. I remember back then, I, I used to, I was in Baputetswana or in, in Mahikeng then. Uh, I used to work for a radio station there. So, yeah. And we were part of, whenever there's a Bafana Bafana game, we were part of that whole noise. And you were amazing. <laughs> and I shouldn't take that away. You know, when you start talking about were, it's almost like in the past. Let's talk about Neil Tovey himself. How did you get into football? I'm looking at it from a, a lighter perspective. I'm not going to be like a Robert Marawa kind of a girl. <laughs> How did you get into football? Oh, I just I just loved it from a young kid. Uh, you know, I have a brother, Mark, uh, seven years my senior. And uh, Mark was already playing in the, you know, uh, for 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 clubs and and uh, junior football. So obviously playing in the garden and that was 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 essential. Uh, and I started as a five-year-old uh, playing for a club, uh, a Virginia United uh, down the road. As you might know, I, I played. Uh, I had my junior football in Durban. I stayed and lived in Durban. And Virginia United at that stage was a very, very, very good um, club for for the enhancement of, of junior football here in, in, in KZN and in Durban. Um, I mean, they had the they were had the biggest registered number of young players in the Southern Hemisphere uh, back then in those early days of the sixties. I mean, they had they had teams that under eight, under ten. It ran to eight B, C, D, E, F, G. Sometimes eight teams, eight ten teams in each age group. So, yeah, it, it's they 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 it was very very well run leagues, and and yeah. So I just grew up from a young age loving the game of football, and played it from a young age because I had a, a brother that that was also uh, uh, signed professional to, uh, terms at the age of sixteen. 
So, you know, I was just wanted to be part of it. Mm. And you have amazing staying power. Not only are you a renowned soccer player, you are an amazing coach and you hold the record for most appearances in the National Soccer League. This is huge. And you have coached quite a number of teams. And I've, I've also often wondered, did you ever think of tapping into, you know, uh, European football like the, like the other guys? Um. When I was with Durban City in 1982, I had the opportunity um, and we had won the league that year, that season. And um, I had the opportunity to go overseas. Uh, I went to Watford, uh, but it was at the time because our season ran from late January to end of November. Whereas, you know, so the season, when it finished, ran into December, which was their, their winter. So it wasn't the greatest of times to go overseas and on a trial. But I went, and that's when uh, Watford had Luther, Luther Blissett, um, John Barnes, Graham Taylor was their coach, and they ran second to Liverpool in the league that year. So it was quite difficult mid-season to break into their team or to, you know, so I went away. I really, really enjoyed it, but uh, I, I never really pursued it. And I, and I came back and continued my professional career here in this country. At, at looking at you know your your history, I mean, you played no fewer than six hundred and thirty-four times domestically. I mean, this is like the biggest number in, in in the football world. I mean, what does it? What did it mean for you, or what does it even mean for you? Do you think you 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 are yeah. revered as you are supposed to be revered? Uh, you know that stat. Uh, you know, I've lots of other stats in terms of winning trophies and that. But but that stat alone, you know, is is one that I really really cherish because it it meant that you know I mean I had over twenty professional seasons, and and then obviously you know uh, it wasn't just a couple matches a season. You know, if you do your numbers, you play in a, a considerable amount of matches each year, uh, and. Um, and I was, you know, most times fortunate to uh, to be ever present. You know, any times I really probably missed a game was if I was suspended, you know, for for bookings or some to the accumulation of bookings. Uh, but I played a, a large proportion of the number of games in, that, in each season, and and four different cities: Missouri and Kazakhstan, whatever team I played for, mm. and. I mean, after your, 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 your football career, as in playing for a team, uh, you remained within, you know, uh, the football fraternity and you passed your UEFA uh, a license with highest marks produced uh, by the course ever. I mean, who becomes an amazing <laughs> soccer player? You're amazing. You're a star of note. And then you decide, I'm going to be a coach. I'm going to write exams uh, so that I'm a qualified coach. And you just... You just nail it with flying colours. Yeah, I kind of, you know, as as I grew grew up um, through my life, I always looked at the game and and try to study the game and 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 look at other dimensions to the game, um, not just from my perspective, but from an all round perspective. What, what the coach when I was still playing, I was thinking. What are the coaches thinking about? How are they going to play? How are they going to use this game? How would they think in this game? And and uh, so I had that sort of an analysis in me 
right from from my early days when I was playing, and and when I worked through numerous coaches through my through my playing days, I often took aspects of their coaching and, and said, okay, how would I be able to adjust it and and make it and just put my touch on and make it better? So uh, when I would be a coach one day and and and. Um, so I was always analytical, and that that course that I had when I went to Germany, um, yeah, they were already tapping on me. Maybe if I ever ever sort of going and go into Germany and coach in Germany, they most welcomed me. So yeah, it was something that I really had within me from 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 an early day. And during your era, who are some of the players that you felt wow? It was an amazing moment to to be part of a team with uh, this individual, that individual, and that individual. Who would they be? Obviously, when I started off my early coach, uh, early professional career, um, as I said, my brother was a very, very thorough professional. I learned, I learned from him. Um, uh, and then Lawrence Chillen was a really, really top footballer, uh, yeah, a talented, abundantly talented footballer. Not many people would know him, no, uh, but he was crucial to our league winning championships of Durban City in, in 1981 and 82. And um, But after then, obviously going through and going through the ranks and and moving to Casa Chiefs, obviously in my early days with Ace, uh, I, you know, all the aces, Ace Kuzi and Ace Nassau Wengwe, um, you know, Teenage Jadler, you know, there's lots of players and Doctor was on that team, you know, so, and, and I joined Chiefs with Lucas. Lucas and I joined at the, the same year. And, um, yeah, I guess just going through the career, you know, in Chiefs, you know, those were wonderful players. I mean, top, 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 top name brands and and guys that, that would, would, would really make fans happy week in week out and uh, you know those are you know uh, really really also thorough professionals and then obviously my, my time at Bafana I really really enjoyed uh, our, our camaraderie you know um, and getting that team together uh, with Clive Barker uh, for our 96 triumph I mean we had abundance and talent in, in, in shoes and dock and you know and uh, the late season Former singer, a singer, oh, yeah. you know, and we had a really, really talented team, a talented team, and I say a talented team, not just in individual skill, but in all departments had their own strengths and weaknesses, obviously, but not not as many, um, but the, the strengths that you could use in the combinations of of everybody. Now you can never ask Eric Tinkler to tackle to to dribble like Dr. Kamala, but then Eric played a huge, huge part, him and Linda Butelezi, in, in destroying opposing's, uh, opposing teams' attacks to set up the likes of shoes and Doc, you know, to go in there and be creative. So that, that team was really, really abundantly talented. And, and, and you know, you just to see the teams that we played against, uh, I mean, we, we we played the likes of Germany and drew Argentina and drew, lost to France 2-1 uh, away from home. We all know the result against Brazil when we lost 3-2. So, we, I mean, we were, we were playing in England 2-1 in England. I mean, those are top, top, highly, highly ranked nations. And, and we could hold our own, you know. So, 
we had no fear for anyone. Mm. I mean, look, your, 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 you know, when I look at, I, I don't know whether I should call it your resume, your curriculum vitae. It is, it is just <laughs> too, it is so colorful. Your success as a coach, including winning the Rothmans Cup three times, Castle League two times, Telcom Charity Cup, uh, Kosafa Cup, Women's National Team, and also coach teams to the level of um, Bob Safe Super Bowl finalist, MTN8 semi-finalist, Nedbank Cup uh, finalist. The list is just endless. Any moments where you really felt when you were coaching these teams and becoming such a success, one particular one that stands out for you, which one would it be? I think it was uh, the winning the league with Member Lady Sundowns as a coach, um, with a co-coach with uh, Miguel Gamondi. Um, because we took over, you know, with a team that was really, really, okay, Sundowns are that stage, only won the league. A good five five years, I think it was almost five seasons, and they were, they were battling to get get you know had a high level of mm-hmm. talent, but but were battling to really get to the next level. And we just went in and created a little bit of harmony in the team, and also uh, made made those players believe in themselves and, and play to the best of ability. And also a team like our '96 Afcon team that had that had um, cohesion and and a blend. If you could call it a blend, you know, players like Roger Futumba and, and them with abundance and talent. But you know, you needed the other players around them to do all the hard work. And uh, so that team was was really talented as well. And uh, so that first league winning, you know, as a coach was 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 really really. It was really great for me. Mm. And let's just get into a bit of your personal life. I mean, yes, you, you, you've you played, we've known you, we still know you, you do amazing stuff still. Um, I believe you're still coaching. Yeah, um, I'm coaching young youngsters where I live. Um, and and, uh, and, and it's, I've just embarked on it now. Um, and they, I've just... It's been a month now, and uh, they've just to see in a month how, how these youngsters have improved is, is amazing for me. Um, and then I also do a, a coaching of the coaches and instructorship uh, in programs for, for my brother's son, um, Quinton, uh, in Johannesburg, where we do coaching of the coaches and we bring coaches in from Katlehong and all the, you know, all the, all the townships. They come in and they've school teachers or club club coaches, and I run programs with them. I, I, I do it in combination with Doc, and we we do the basics. We run the basics through them so that when they can go back to their respective schools and and teams, that they put the fundamental base down for 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 their players and to coach them and uh, you know to get them embarked on the correct fundamentals of coaching. So that they can also progress through the coaching courses one day, and enhance their skills, but more so uh, for them to to bring not just from a coaching perspective, but from bring the, bring the youngsters into the disciplined and and environments, and, and to help them get through you know just the social evils that we have as well nowadays that are are pertinent to 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 young youngsters mm. and work with them in those areas as well. Yeah. 
And taking a look at, you know, the one thing, because I always want to find out what is the one thing that we don't know about Neil Tovey. We've known you for years, but there could be just that one thing we don't know. What could be that particular thing? Um, I could have played cricket for a living. Uh, ah. <laughs> I had, when I was at school, I had, na- I had national colours for five different sports. And soccer was one of them. But I love soccer more than any of the others. So I could have gone on another pathway, maybe. I don't know if anyone was aware that I was multi, you know, had multi sports uh, when I was at school. But uh, but chose football, and uh, yeah, um, that's probably maybe not many poor people thought that I, uh, you know, played cricket at such a high level, you know. Mm. I mean, and I see that you you are still a, you are with Safa right now as a technical director. And, no, uh, no longer. I've finished my contract. There. Ah, finished the contract. Okay. Yeah. And before I let you go, though, I've got one. I think let me squeeze in one more question. And um, this particular question surrounds uh, Banyana Banyana. You know, the surrounding yeah. issue of remuneration, and they feel as though they are being treated like the underdogs. They don't. They are not treated like proper professionals, like their male counterparts. What's your view on that point? Yeah, I think you know uh, this that that situation should have been taken care of a long, long time ago. Um, how long have they known? Have we known that they 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 in the World Cup? They qualified for the World Cup a long, long time ago. These should have all been put to rest and put to bed long time ago. There should have been an abundance of of sponsors clamouring to be part of their, their 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 party, if you can call it that. Uh, on on their on their trip to to New Zealand and Australia, to the World Cup, and uh, you know they they are, are are doing such wonderful fun of wonderful work in the game of women's football, and giving and creating that you know there's a professional league where there wasn't a couple of years back, and and you know they they should be considered way up there with with with, with the gods of fellow professionals, you know obviously. It's it's quite a, a tough tough makeup to I think with the feather of a final team they should be on, on rivaled with in terms of, of bonuses and bonus structures why not but uh, you know uh, all over the world uh, you know that that's what all I mean the England team also had a bit of a hiccup leading up to their their travels and it, it shouldn't happen it should be all organised way in advance six months in advance discussing okay. This is what we would like. How can we go about it? How can we get the funds for that? You know, this is what, you know, besides what FIFA is affecting the team. Neil, it's been a pleasure chatting to you. An absolute legend. And we ought to celebrate you as often as we can. And thank you so much for making time for the Chill Zone and chatting to us. Um, I'm really, really honored. Thank you so much for coming through. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Have a pleasant evening. That's Neil Tovey, former Bafana Bafana captain and soccer coach. I mean, 1996 was epic. Are we ever going to have that epicness? I hope so. It looks like Bafana Bafana improving slowly. But you know, like a parent who sits at the borderline watching their child grow up, I think I'm going to be that particular, you know, that's my personality for now. Just watch Bafana Bafana from the sidelines and just hope and pray that they will bring that glory back.